0: Proverbs chapter 28 verse 1 The wicked man flees though no one pursues but the righteous are as bold as a lion
1: Man I love this verse and you know mm-hmm. it's not one I really know that well mm-hmm. but uh the wicked man flees and and I'm a uh I'm a educated in literature I had an English degree I have a master's part of a PhD uh, I really wasn't good enough to go along in that, so I ended up in book publishing. But uh, there's so many great novels that are written in the, uh, like Crime and Punishment, and uh, the the power of guilt to propel us to places that we never wanted to go is just overwhelming. And the the problem is that our culture today, and I'm not moralizing about this, I'm just saying it's the nature of things. We've given up truly confessing our sins, becoming real about what we have done or who we are, and we retain it. And by retaining it, it actually starts to change us. And that little Mm -hmm. noise in the dark, I remember Mm -hmm. tenting out alone uh, when I was like hiking in New Hampshire or someplace and I was alone and you'd hear a stick break and you'd freak out, (laughs) but that's no different. It's that wasn't guilt. That was just pure fear, but guilt Mm -hmm. and fear go hand in hand.
0: Right. I recently heard a story from this woman who had a boyfriend years ago and um, he was constantly accusing her (laughs) Of cheating on him, you know, and she was like, I'm not. What are you talking about? And you probably know where the story leads. You know, she found out later that he was cheating on her. And (laughs) I'm I'm laughing. I I think about that a lot because, you know, why was he so afraid that she was cheating on him is because he had already got, he had already done that in his own heart and his own actions. So he just thought she was going to be perfectly capable of it and probably was doing it. It was his own sin. That was leading him to fear the hypothetical sin of others. And this is just equally descriptive here in uh, Proverbs 28. The wicked man flees, though no one pursues. And what's that expression, Eric, where it says the softest pillow is a clean conscience? Right? Like we can rest. Finally, we can just rest if if we've actually experienced some kind of righteous living, be it the Holy Spirit bearing his fruit in us, or we can go a whole day without, you know falling into sin so dramatically, we might be able to rest more easily that evening because we'll have less to fear.
1: There, there's so many metaphors for this and they're, they're easy to come by. Uh, before we had this uh, meeting, you know, I took a shower. I take a shower every day if I can. If I'm out hiking, mm-hmm. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. But it's amazing how quickly uh, we feel the dirtiness of our outer skin. Uh, mm-hmm. That's one example. Hmm. um i often use again a a, from a um, trekking point of view load up your backpack with a a pile of uh, rocks and every time you do something that you know is wrong add one more to it but if you never unload that backpack you are going to end up with you know you're gonna be unable to walk mm-hmm. even. You're, you're gonna to, yeah. to function is the word. And then what I wrote in signpost is as its root is the source of nourishment to the tree. So fear is fed by the hidden tentacles of guilt. To deal with fear and to drive it out, we must first deal with the source that feeds it.